Hey everyone, Terry here, and we want to welcome you to something that we're bringing out of the vault from a world-renowned coach that coached both Debbie and I and many others on leadership, and the title of the podcast was Unstoppable Matters, and we want you to rethink this and listen to it again if you've listened to it once. Cherie has since written another book to add to her collection. Her first book, which we based the podcast around was Being Unstoppable. The second book was her children's book, The Man in the Moon. And she's just released Gabriel and the Two Angels, another children's book. So check those out on Amazon. And we want you to consider where in your life do you need to become more unstoppable? Please enjoy. This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow with your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. Hello, hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hi. We are really excited to just... <laughs> Um, I am excited to uh, give some representation to a woman that probably changed many lives other than just out Debbie, mine and Debbie. Um, and we got to just visit with her a little bit. So I want to get started and introduce Cherie Lowry. Cherie is president of and CEO of Unlimited Potential Inc. I think I've always called it Up Inc. I don't know if that's even right, Cherie, but uh, that is correct. You know, this is correct. <laughs> okay, perfect. You know, Cherie brings years of leadership experience, consulting, coaching. Like I said, she's touched Debbie's life, my life, in many, many ways. We wouldn't be the the leaders we are right now without her. And her background includes 16 years of telecommunications industry in the telecommunications industry with AT&T and Bell South. Um, you know, I, I just want to name some clients uh, that she has worked with because many of you all will connect just because I read these things. Um, they include or have included Keller Williams, Ashford Advisors, Bank of North Georgia, Samson Industries, which I'm very familiar with here in Oklahoma. Coca-Cola, Bell South, Invest Holdings, and she has other um, businesses. She is a writer. Um, she's in the who's who of American women. So we are excited to have her here. Um, I think in her book, uh, You Are Unstoppable, she's recorded that she's done over 30,000 hours of coaching, and I think it's probably like triple that, Cherie. I don't know. You'd have to be the one to confirm that. But, you know, her focus is you are unstoppable. So we're going to focus on that today, Debbie. And so what's the name of this podcast? Um, Being Unstoppable Matters. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So let's roll. Let's All roll. Right. All right. So I have a question for you, Cherie, as we get started, because it's the sub. Well, I don't know if it's really the subtitle, but what captured me whenever I first looked at the uh, cover of your book, um, You Are Unstoppable. And then down below, it says a word book slash 
workbook. Now, one of the things that I know that you taught me is that the words we use do matter. And um, I just found that that fascinating and would love to just know kind of where what what inspired you to 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 name it that because I know that was very purposeful. You're talking about you are unstoppable, right? Yes. Go first. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Debbie, my my purpose is about causing people to live their dreams and turn their dreams into unstoppable peak performance and results. And because we get to work with such wonderful performers, that whole process of understanding how to take people wherever they want to go is more than intriguing to me. I love it. And I love to work with people who have a heart for the world. And so words, I wanted this book to be about implanting the word unstoppable and all of the components of being unstoppable in people's brain. Because I know that once you think that way, we're halfway there, right? Absolutely. So I also wanted it to be a workbook because you have to engage with these principles. It's not just about working harder. It's about working smarter and how you do it. Mm. And I really, I, mm. I put this together based on working with people like you guys. I learned it from you. Well, I can, I can tell you that as I, when I got the, first of all, Terry and I both could not wait to order the book when we, when we yeah. saw that you had done it, we, we could not wait. And I think there were several conversations we had where I was like, I remember when we did this. Um, <laughs> so it was fun to kind of uh, see the, all of the areas and the things that you uh, influenced both Terry and I and, and to see it in print and, and to be able to, um, I don't know, just, it, it was just, it was incredible. We've already talked about, you know, one of the most impactful pages that, that Terry experienced. Um, mm -hmm. So um, in the very beginning, you talk about the up zone. Is, is that kind of the foundational piece of everything is that up zone? And if you could describe what it means, it, what, what is the up zone all about? Well, to me, up zone is about where you put the key parts of the foundation, like uh, your purpose, uh, what you want in your future, personally, professionally, and financially. You have a strong finance. Those key things are in place, and that is when you start putting those key things, and I think there are eight key components of it, mm -hmm. those are the things that cause you, I just can't stop you. There's no way you can be stopped. There's an energy with that, and mm -hmm. I know you two know because you're shaking your head. <laughs> you can't <laughs> stop a person who's activated that, and that's what I like in coaching to create with people because it's that power that has them achieve the miraculous in my opinion wow i love the i love the words you just used activate mm -hmm. um it, it's i don't know that i i guess the image that came to mind for me is is waking something up um within you and i and i think that that's that's one of the things that i think you've done in your in your coaching for sure yeah yeah, and in, in it's those so eight areas to do that. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I was just gonna say in those eight key areas, um, if you get someone ignited in any one of those eight key areas, then the rest of their life will probably expand to that, right? The other areas will follow once they experience success in one of those key areas. I I, I think it opens the door, Terry. I think mm -hmm. it opens the door to it. Um, everybody's a little bit different. So I, I'm always 
looking at, and I, I think that coaches always have a game plan. They have a way to get people where they need to go. So, and of course, the coaching client has their own agenda. And I think it's our job to plug these things in as we go. So I think that one can, one area can open it. And I found that purpose is my biggest, seems to be the one that works the best for me, that, that they understand their purpose. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the foundational piece for everything. Yeah. Because once that's activated and there's a dream around it, then they, then you have empowered them so much that they want to know all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. they're probably going to run into it. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. And that, that purpose being it, would it be helpful to kind of name those, these eight up zone um, components as we just kind of highlight those. So, um, and this is on page, I guess, 11 of your book. If if anybody Mm -hmm. um, wants to um, follow along because you need this book. Um, So you've got life plan defined life purpose embraced and um, I love that you put embraced in there. Is that the connection to the dream, Cherie? Yes. I, you know, you can, a lot of people write down things that they want, but I want to know that this is so this person that they would go to the wall and over the wall to have it. Mm. So that, that's what I'm talking about. And when it's entwined with the purpose and the true dreams, maybe things they've never said to anybody out loud, if that's on paper, I'm going to have a hard time stopping them, Mm. right? Because they want it. Right. The energy I'm looking for. Yeah, that's so cool. So the second one is breakthrough technology implemented. Now, of course, my brain, at first, when I first read that, I was curious because I was like, oh, what what tech do I need? Um, It's a little bit more than that. So you want to kind of, there's a lot in this one uh, whenever I was going through the book. So Give us an overview of what what you mean by breakthrough technology implemented. Well, I talk about in this section that Seth Godin talks about linchpins. And that's what Mm -hmm. we're creating, linchpins, people who love what they're doing. They're passionate about it. You can't stop them. And in that, he said that there's only one thing that stops them. It's their persistence. Mm. They just get, Mm. they get tired. They just can't keep it up. So I started doing some research about how do I make, cause people and make them, right, cause people to know how to get through and break through. What are the laws of breakthrough? And I don't mm. know about you, and I was researching that because I wanted, I wanted them to have techniques and all kinds of things to break through. And that's what these laws are about because mm. I had a person who, and I think this is true of all performers, they just work harder yeah. and don't, and they've always broken through that way. But there is a point on a performer where they're not going to be able to break through, no matter how hard they work. And it's mm. the keys to that breakthrough that I wanted them to have. Mm. And it's different mm. for everybody. But for example, one of my breakthrough laws is that the timing in breakthrough is different. It's not action results. Think about it. It's action, 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 result. Yeah. So if you're beating yourself up because you aren't getting the result, I think you have to understand that this is a different time zone. <laughs> it's a slow-mo time zone. <laughs> and you have to, and that's, even when I coach people, I get myself in that time zone mm-hmm. because it's different. 
And if you're over here saying, I should be through, I should be through, you're only delaying yourself. Yeah. So it's understanding that time uh, time zone. It's yeah. just different. It's action, 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 action results. I, I you can't get locked into it. Oh, that is so powerful because I think we that live is. in a culture and a society in which we look for immediate gratification, right? You're hungry, go to the drive-thru. You need money, go to an ATM. You need, uh, you got a headache, go take, go take something. Like we, we're, we're almost um, inundated with, with that action result kind of mindset. So I, I think that's so powerful. I hope people will pay attention to that action, yes. action result. Yeah, and, 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 and there's some visuals so they can see it. You just have to keep putting mm -hmm. that in front of people, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, and you've got to create the ability for them to be patient with the process. We see that as we coach people, right? They want the results tomorrow. I may or may not be one of those people, but it's action, action, action. <laughs> I am. Scary. I don't know about you. That's why I have to say, okay, we're in the breakthrough zone. That's a different timing. Yeah. And if you, mm -hmm. you, when you step into that, then you don't waste time beating yourself up because you haven't broken through. Mm. And so believe me, when I was doing this and working <laughs> with people, I was learning a lot as a coach and also as a person who likes to achieve <laughs> at the same time. So yeah, uh, but I learned it's high performers performing people who really want to perform is where I got a lot of this. Yeah, I learned it from them. Wow. Wow. Ooh, OK, we could we could probably like end the call with that. And yet we're not going to um, decision, <laughs> decision skills honed. So what came to mind for me when I saw this one was around how people make decisions. But so much of it is is connected to not only that purpose that you mentioned, but also their, their values. So talk to us about that one. Mm -hmm. When you go to the next level, you're going to get challenged in your decision-making. You're going to have to make decisions that may not go along with the flow. Think about that. Mm. Think about that because I have, I'm sure you guys have made decisions where everybody told you, you shouldn't do that. That's not the way. So you've got to be strong enough with inside you to make a decision that's in alignment with what you want to create. For example, when I left AT&T and I was a single parent, everybody said, I don't think you should do that. Mm. And internally, they were reflecting what I was thinking. Am I ever going to be able to succeed outside of a big corporation at the level I could within it? Mm. Yeah. So mm. I had to make, but my gut was saying, time to go. And here was the sign. They gave us $10,000 to start a business plus a step away package. When mm. they said the $10,000 to start a business, I pretty much knew <laughs> time to go because there were things I wanted to create. So it's, you have, and I want you to think about this. How many people really are in alignment with their purpose when they make a decision? Their priorities, their perspectives, uh, values—they all a lot of times know the facts and the numbers, but mm. these other things are put to the side. And then there is that gut level feeling. Mm -hmm. And when you get when you're out on the 
balcony, on the edge of the balcony, getting ready to jump into a new life. A lot of people forget you intuitively know when you're making a decision that's right for you. So it's getting people back in touch with that intuitive feeling. Mm. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with people who are going through recovery, and we worked on this. And it's amazing the pictures that people drew of what it feels like when they step into that zone where they're unstoppable. I called it your all zone. And it's amazing what people came back with. You've got to know that feeling. And you get so good at it that you can tell even if just one piece of what you're getting ready to do is not quite right. Mm. So, you know, a lot of times because you're in fear, you'll jump into something that you think is right, but it's not quite right. So to me, that intuitive feeling, along with the other components that I said, has to be in alignment. And that takes practice. Mm-hmm. It takes yes. practice to do that, especially when you're jumping into something new. You've got, you've got to put those components together, and you will get faster and faster at doing it. However, I think I found that I had to dissect that with people in order for them to make decisions. Because I can't make the decision. I can tell you what I know based on what you've told me, but it has to come from the person. Yeah. Because they're going to intuitively know or feel something that I might not pick up on. Mm. You know, Cherie, I, I can tell you that some of the best coaching that I've had is where the coach, after establishing purpose, whether it's personal, financial, future, they always say, Terry, is that decision in alignment with your end game or your goal or your purpose, right? Or your passion, like the decision you want to make just because all of these opportunities have been thrown at you. Is that in alignment with the end, where you want to be? And, it, and if you just ask that one question and leave people to think on that, this is what you're talking about. This is where it interfaces, right? And you may know that whether or not they really know their passion or not. Exactly. Uh, to me, all of those components, they need to be able to have those components because I want to equip people to be unstoppable. If those components aren't really written down or I would say written down and they're thinking through them, then h- how are we really going to create that unstoppable zone at the level that I think is possible? Right. Mm. right. Mm. Well, it requires a tremendous amount of awareness. You, you've got to know yourself. And like you said, you've got to know what that feeling is, right? And I think that, you know, yes. sometimes I can speak for myself in knowing that there was a time in life where I think that I allowed others to um, to mute that intuition inside of me. And, yes. and the day that the day that I realized, wait a minute, that's that's where my power is, is listening to that voice and gaining that awareness. And that takes, depending upon what your journey has been, that takes a tremendous amount of, I believe, courage, but also work to have that awareness to be able to get to that what you're talking about. And it's it's a, it, it definitely is a power place for sure. It is. And, and to me, again, if, if the goal is to cause people to be unstoppable, that has to be in place. 
Mm-hmm. And it does take practice. And once you start creating from there and you realize the power of it, I think you would never go back the other way. You'll be tempted. <laughs> so that's the process of practicing. Right, right. Wow. Man. Okay. Okay. Do we want to talk about life balance mastered? Or can we even shortly talk about that? <laughs> I, think, I, I think we can. Um, I, and the only reason I'm, I'm going to push a little bit on that one is because from what I can see right now, that's the one I've been working on a lot with people more than, more than normal because of mm. all the things that are going on in our environment. Mm-hmm. Again, how do you, when you're at bat, how do you always knock it out of the ballpark? If you're not coming from a balanced place mm-hmm. I, and there is a way, and that's what I'm looking for. How do you to teach people how to come from that centered place? And so in order to do that, you have to understand uh, when you're in balance, what is it like internally and externally? How do you know you're in balance? How do you know when you're out of balance? And I have people define this. What happens internally? What happens externally? Yeah. Because I want them to recognize that. How many people do you think take time to know that? Not many. Oh, gosh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. And really mm-hmm. to be a master of your life, you want to do it from a balanced, centered place. Yeah. And so I also work with them on, okay, how do I get back in balance? What is my process? Mm-hmm. And you can't, that, that is not a uniform process. It's unique to the individual, mm-hmm. very unique. Yeah. So they have to design it and cause it. Right, yeah. And I also, I, and I'm not sure I mentioned this in the book because I've kind of added this one, is what is your snap back strategy? Because mm-hmm. you've got to pull yourself back really quick. What is the way to do that? Like I can walk outside and uh, there's something about being outside in touch with nature, it brings me back immediately. I just, I don't know what it is, but it happens every time. So you've got to know yourself well enough to put, I see you raising your hand, Debbie. Uh-huh. Um, you've, got to, you've got to know yourself well enough to be able to stay centered. I don't know about you, but if I'm centered, and tell me for yourself, when I'm centered, how well do you make decisions? Oh, it's much easier. Much easier. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. So. Yeah. If I, I don't know, but, and if, I, if I'm playing, I want to knock it out of the ballpark. So I know if yeah. I'm not centered, it's not going to work. And to be, so I'm always looking at somebody when I'm working with them, are they in balance? Have mm-hmm. I got a person who's in balance? And mm-hmm. it's tougher and tougher, in my opinion, to remain in balance because so, well, so many things are changing. And that is so true. And I, I love the fact, you, you know, what I like about what you just said is I think people might believe that being life balanced, having that mastered means that you never get out of it. And the reality is, is that <laughs> we're, we're going to get out of it. And so that snapback strategy, whoo, I love that. That's, that, that's yeah. powerful to just know. And, and, and I was raising my hand and Terry knows this of how nature is what gets me back. There, there were a few things that, that, and I know what they are that get me back in balance. And um, when we, when, I, when the weather is not what it needs to be for me, I tend to get a little off kilter. <laughs> I'm off balance because every single day, my favorite room in the house is my patio outside. 
that's I know exactly. that's crazy, but it's like it's an extension um, of that, and it's and it's really important to me, and it's it's the whole reason why I moved my office where I moved my office was because I needed to see outside because I needed to have that connection. So I love that snapback strategy. That's powerful. That is powerful. And you know, people, when you talk about this, they may be hesitant to slow down and get these pieces, but this to me is critical that you do and understand when you're balanced. I think it stops you. If you aren't, you'll, you are more like, I don't, to me, it's about being a warrior of your life. This allows mm -hmm. you to be a warrior because you're in your best fighting form. <laughs> Does coffee, can coffee be a snapback? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, I I'm love kidding. it. It could be. No, but I'm not kidding you. It could be. I think I've met people. <laughs> it can bring you back. I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's unique to every person. I'm like you, Debbie. If I walk out of my backyard, because I had the ugliest backyard there was and we created this oasis out there. I walk out there, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't care what's happened. I'm fine. Yep. Yeah. So you've got to know that about yourself. I want you to think about it. How many of the people that you get the opportunity to work with do you think know that and know when they're out of balance? I think sometimes they know they're out of balance, but they're not sure what to do to get back in balance because I don't think they exactly. have the awareness to know where's my energy source come from, right? And that, and yeah. that's what that is. How do I, or or it it's paying attention to what does it feel like when you're not in balance versus what does it feel like when you're in balance? Like they've got to know both sides. And yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. And you know what? When you're working with people, you can you can take sections of this and and create it with them. Like, how do you know you're out of balance? Mm -hmm. What goes on around you when you're out of balance? Chaos, right? Or right. whatever. Uh, so, it's to me that's giving you're empowering someone to know that kind of information about themselves, and it falls into the category of personal leadership. Yeah, for sure. You want to bring your A game, and that's how you bring your A game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Okay, which uh, I, just because of time, Sheree, and 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 man, we could go on for. We might have to do a two point two of this one, uh, Terry. Yeah, we've I'm done, taking too many notes. We've done this is like a coaching work. session. It is. It is. So when you, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right way to ask the question, Sheree. Um, um, but you're you're. I guess what's the? Is there one? Of these eight, we haven't mentioned all eight of them. That's a teaser. Get the book. Um, get the workbook. Honestly, people, this is the like, word, word, the word book, the word yeah. workbook. Um, <laughs> but is there one, Cherie, that just, um, I don't know, it just lights you on fire when you either get to mm -hmm. coach in that area or just see somebody that 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 really becomes unstoppable. I mean, I know that's your passion, and I'm just curious if. Um, for lack of a better way of putting it, what's your favorite or what's the one that, that brings you just the most joy to see people demonstrate? I think it is when they, they discover their purpose mm. uh, because there is an energy connected with that and a dream that may have never been spoken. <laughs> oh. 
and and that your dog has that obviously. <laughs> but I, I'm just going to say this. I don't know my dog does. <laughs> anyway, it's when you hit when they hit that that energy, and you experience it with them. I don't. Mm. It's a magical place. And when you think what the impact on the world is out of that, it, that energy lifts everybody around them up because they see so, the possibility. You know, it's funny you say that, Sheree, because Debbie and I were talking about it yesterday. You just said the feeling you get with them, however, they don't probably understand the impact that they are having on the world, right? It's not just about them and their family. It's generational. It's a legacy. I mean, it becomes a part of who they are. And if everyone in this world could connect with that, how powerful would the world be, right? That's, yeah, that's my dream. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm, I have one more question based on what we've talked about as a whole. Because like Debbie said, we could like take this chapter by chapter and go through it and ask you questions. Um, that would be really selfish of us. <laughs> but what, what do you see from your experience that causes some people to rise to those levels of success and become unstoppable and those that don't? And that is a question in your book on page 10 that you write. And I'm just curious, What's the difference between those that do and those that don't? You know, I think it's in everybody to be unstoppable. I believe there's a purpose within everyone. So either you're around someone who demonstrates it, or I can think of a, of a person I know really – and she's out creating um, a food location where people can come to eat because they don't have any food. Mm. I just think the, the desire to make an impact in the world gets bigger than any of your limitations is another way. Uh, it could be because you've hit the wall so hard <laughs> yeah, and not achieving what you want or you're unhappy. And by the way, a lot of people are in jobs, I think it was 87% that I've seen figures on that are in jobs they don't like. So it can be a lot of different ways that it occurs. But I always think inside of you, that purpose burns. And you may have not admitted that to yourself. Mm. Because most people find it, once you give them a process to find it fairly quickly, has been my experience. It's like giving so, them permission to express it, right? <clears throat> Yes. And um, I went to some training where we went out and I was working on this a long time ago. And I went into the second grade and you could see and I was working with kids and you could see where they were shut down already in expressing themselves. So the more we do this kind of it is a childlike energy that comes up out of this because <laughs> you don't see any limits. You don't feel them. And I don't know. That's my hope. But that's what occurs in the world, that we activate that at a very high level. Wow. Mm. So, Cherie, when are you going to write Unstoppable for Kids? Uh, you know what? I started. And the first book was The Man in the Moon and the Star Ponies. And it's uh -huh. based on the concepts that I learned from working with 
the people that we've had the opportunity to work with, the high performers, people who really want to create things in the world. And so that's the first in the series. I'm working on the second one. It's called Gabriel and the Two Angels. Oh. So, yeah. So these concepts are going to come through those books. Mm. Wow. And it's magical. It's magical to learn that whole process. Well, that is, um, man, I just, I love that. And I know it, it touches uh, uh, Terry's heart as well, knowing mm-hmm. our, knowing how important I've our- I've seen those grandkids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and actually I got both of them uh, or all three of them, your book. So um, for the kids. Mm-hmm. So it was just, uh, <clears throat> it was really great. Well, Cherie, as we- Man, I don't even want to end this conversation, and yet I know that uh, I know that our, our time is running close. So, talk to us. Uh, just tell us how people can get a hold of your book, and your material, and anything else about um, all about Cherie. It is in different bookstores, but it is on Amazon, and you can put my name in or the book title, and it will come up. Um, it's also on Book Baby. I did self publishing and partnered with Book Baby. And I'll give them a plug. They were really, really good. Awesome. And so you can buy it on Book Baby, but it's in, they have several places where they distribute. I, I don't know about you all, but I'm an Amazon person, too. Yeah, I know. I know. I, like I get everything. Yeah. Amazon knows my address by heart. So yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Awesome. Well, again, the, the name of the book is You Are Unstoppable. And the one thing that, um, that I just want to express, Cherie, is thank you for being an example of that, yeah. being unstoppable awesome. in my life. Um, and this has just been so good. So good. I can't, and, wait, for, I can't wait for the one for kids, <clears throat> honestly. Me, me either. And I just want to thank you for helping me create the space in my thinking that allowed me to go out, especially around money and uh, the scarcity thinking that I had around it and helped me pull my passion out of what does money really need to mean. And uh, the life I have is because of a very specific year. (laughs) And you were one of the people that were involved in it. And um, God's good. So thank you, Sheree. Yeah. You guys, thank you for the opportunity to have to be on this call today and to have had the opportunity to work with you individually. Blessings to me. Those those are all blessings. Thank you for being unstoppable. Well, thank you. you. um, Guys, uh, just stay stay tuned. Follow Cherie. Get get the workbook. And we just want to thank you for tuning in to the Matters of Influence podcast. And Uh, You find us um, anywhere that you find your favorite podcast and please share this. Um, You know, we want to help Cherie with her passion of of helping as many people be unstoppable as possible. And I think the world needs more of that um, for sure. So um, like us, give us a a review if you like, share us with others. And Terry, anything else before we close it out? Yes, please join us on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, mattersofinfluence.com is our website. Please go um, find some things there. We might be able to even upload some material from Cherie that might give them a little bit of a download that they might want to choose to look into there. So we love you guys and please share and follow. All right.